what to build, what to build. Oh, come on, Lucy. Wow, you're a builder. You're a maker. You're a... <gasps> I got it! Tool call. Hammer. Hammer. Wrench. Wrench. Drill. Drill. Great job, Kapow. Great job, Kapow. Oh, no, wait, that's me. Great job, Lucy Wow. Oh, brother. Now all we have to do is turn this thing on. Let the show begin. Hello, one and all. It's me, Kapow, the mechanical pygmy goat, coming to you live from Lucy Wow's barn in Pflugerville. Now, you may know me best as Lucy's sidekick, or perhaps you know me as Pflugerville's most successful piano eater. That's right! I can eat a baby grand piano faster than you can eat a baby back rib. But today, I won't be eating musical instruments. I'll be hosting this podcast about my favorite subject, invention. Now, you may be thinking, why does Kapow love invention so much? Well, my friends, I'll tell you why. I love invention because I was invented. That's right. Every inch of me from my body made of tools to my butt that plays music like a boombox was invented by Lucy Wow. How could I not love inventions when I am one? Inventions are everywhere, and so are inventors. In fact, you might be an inventor yourself and not even know it. Anyone from anywhere can be an inventor. All it takes to get started is a little imagination, a lot of determination, and a cool mustache doesn't hurt. <laughs> Which brings us to today's invention. Nintendo! Now, everybody knows that Nintendo is a video game company. Almost everyone has played some form of Nintendo, from the Game Boy to the Switch, and even the people who haven't probably still know who Mario is. But how did this video game company and that mustached plumber become household names? Well, believe it or not, the answer to that question begins over 100 years ago. That's right! Nintendo started in Japan in 1889 making card games, and they were still making card games to the 1970s, when the first hit video game was released. That game was called Pong, and was made by a company named Atari. Pong was a basic game, where two straight lines moved up and down the sides of the screen, bouncing a circle back and forth. With today's modern games, it's hard to imagine anyone being impressed by a bouncing circle, but Pong changed the world. People could not get enough of it. Nintendo saw this and decided they would set the cards to the side and give video games a try. Now, back then there weren't a lot of home systems, so you had to go to an arcade in order to play most video games. One of the games in 1979 was made by Nintendo. It was called Raiderscope. Raiderscope was a huge success in Japan, but it failed in the US. Rather than give up on Raiderscope, Nintendo decided to tweak it for the American audiences. A designer at Nintendo named Shigeru Miyamoto came up with the idea of adding a mustached hero and renamed it Donkey Kong. And my goat, what a difference a name and a mustache makes. This new version of the game was a giant hit. And soon, Nintendo became Japan's leading arcade game developer, with Mario as its logo. In 1983, Nintendo decided to build a video game system for the home. It was called Nintendo Family Computer, commonly referred to as the Famcom. The system became very successful in Japan, but before it made it to the US, the video game industry hit a speed bump. You see, the target audience of video games was kids. 
and companies back then thought that kids couldn't tell the difference between good and bad. Because of this, companies didn't bother working very hard on the games they were releasing. Soon, arcades were filled with poorly made games that weren't fun to play. Well, it turns out, those companies were wrong about you kids. As fast as the video game industry became popular, it became unpopular. The whole industry crashed in 1983 with arcades closing and American stores no longer selling video games. The kids had spoken. They wanted quality. So Nintendo decided that they would give the kids just that, a new kind of system with a new kind of game that was better than anything anyone had ever seen before. The redesigned system was called the Nintendo Entertainment System, or in short, the NES. Before the NES, video games had always been played with joysticks, but Nintendo had designed a horizontal controller. No one had ever seen anything like it. It looked cool and fun, like a toy, and the video games you could play on it, like Super Mario Bros. and Duck Hunt, were so fun that video games became popular again. Nintendo enforced strict rules for games on its system. Only games that Nintendo thought were high quality were allowed. In addition, Nintendo restricted developers from releasing more than five games per year because they wanted them to take the time to do it right. This quality control and respect for kids kept the industry from getting lazy. And soon, video games were bigger than anyone could ever imagine. Since then, Nintendo has produced some of the most successful consoles in the video game industry, such as the Game Boy, the Super Nintendo, the Nintendo DS, the Wii, and the Switch. It has created numerous franchises, including Mario, Donkey Kong, The Legend of Zelda, Pokemon, Kirby, Animal Crossing, and Super Smash Bros. Nintendo is one of the biggest companies in the world, and if you ask me, it's all because people love a good mustache. Well, folks, you've come to the end of another Kapow's Power of Invention podcast. Come back tomorrow when I'll be covering more inventors and inventions. And while you're waiting, you do realize there are just a slew of shows that take place in Pflugerville, right? It's true. There's Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn, inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat Kapow. Hey, that's me. Lucy goes big, and then she goes bigger. Oh, and if you like strange and spooky stories, you should check out R.L. Stein's Story Club. That's a real winner. I'm in the club, so I get to hear all the stories. And you can too. Keep on the lights, folks. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein's Story Club, wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll find your way. I get a lot of excitement as Lucy Wow's sidekick. Sometimes it overwhelms me and I just, ah, well, you know, faint. Well, today I got the most exciting news, and I, and I, oh, easy, Kapow, deep breaths, <gasps> don't faint, I'm on a t-shirt and a hoodie and a sticker, and I'm famous, the most famous mechanical pygmy goat to ever live, go to gokidgo.com and check me out, Lucy Wow merchandise is now available, and you know you need more Kapow in your life, until next time, this is Kapow signing off, go kid go! Go Kid Go!